Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I'm your host, Ernie C. Back at you again with another week. How have you guys been? My week has been dog shit. Honestly, it's been a very rough fucking week. And it's like, it's only one thing in particular. It's my kid. My kid had a a jumpstart school week this week which he only went two out of the five times and it was a battle it was a battle but the times he did go ended well and he is a little regretful like he was regretting it that he didn't go all week i think he's just terrified he's apparently lacking confidence in and i don't know if it's a social thing or i don't know like he's obviously just terrified of change and, you know, being his dad, I have to guide him no matter, like, like, it's just, it's so hard though when like everybody, me, his mom and him are seeing red. Um, cause boy, when he sees red, he takes it out on us for sure. And like, he I had a great, like the nights that I did have him this week. He, he did good, it's just, well, last night was rough, um, last night was a different story, and it, it wasn't even regarding school, it was just like, he just wanted to stay with his mom, and we had to be like, no, dude, like, it's my time with you, and he wasn't having it, and he saw red, and he pretty much made me go blind, because he raked my eyes pretty fucking hard, left some uh, marks on my forehead and even beneath my eye it was it was brutal and it's hard not to go into a fucking rage when he gets like that but you know it's it's tough honestly it's it's one of the toughest things you know it's one it's a tough thing uh adopting a kid from birth you know thinking like you can mold and shape them into whoever you want since you got them uh day one but there are there is this thing called genetics, people. Like genetics can kind of overpower a kid sometimes, and given who his birth mom was, like I can see why he is the way he is, and it, it's tough. But you know, we just we take it one day at a time. Uh, you know, my ex-wife and I, we are. I think we're getting the hang of this whole co-parenting thing. You know, I still have my bitterness about the, what, the last few years, but the thing is, I don't. I don't, it's like, it's not my worry anymore. It's my focus is solely on my kid and making sure he's guided the way we want to guide him. And no, no matter how many times he fucking punches me, rakes my eyes, fucking like he raked it hard last night. I don't know what his deal was. He just, it was almost like he, he's never seen the movie Event Horizon but it's like, good lord, he wanted my eyeballs to explode like Lawrence Fishburne. If you haven't seen it, go see Event Horizon. That's actually not a bad movie. I actually watched it for the first time when I was living with Alicia. And that was that was an interesting movie. I did enjoy it. Um, <laughs> but, no, it's just like, my kid, he has, he. it's like he goes into like a blind rage when he doesn't get what he wants. And he doesn't care who he hurts. And even if it's himself, just to make a point, you know, and you know, that's not my, like yesterday wasn't my first battle with them and it's probably not going to be my last. It's just, it's hard. It's 
very fucking hard as a an adoptive parent. I'm sure it's way, you know, parenting is really fucking hard no matter who you are. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say adoptive parenting is harder, but I think we have the edge, honestly. Because, I mean, you can mold and shape your kids however you want, and you have genetics on your side. Whereas we have just that one thing, that one fucking, like, elephant in the room that basically just, I don't know, just... I don't like I said I don't want to I don't want to like toot my own horn or make us look like we're fucking better people but it is I I would say just a tad bit harder just a tad and I think most of you who are parents can empathize with that um but no regardless it is a fucking difficult job being a parent nonetheless and it's just I really I don't know. I wish I think kids know they have the power now because there was this whole thing from maybe mid seventies and old up like anything before 1975, you had fucking the strictest parenting parents that would literally get the belt and leave an impression on a kid. And the kid would know not to fuck with his parents. They, I mean, they may resent their parents for a while because their parents are basically like the devil incarnate. But it's only because they bring out the devil in, in parenting. To whereas like anything after 1975, it's considered beating your child. And it, yeah, I l- listen. Uh, just because I'm when I'm I'm kind of I'm advocating for old school parenting, but I'm not advocating like beating your fucking kid. I just think parents should be given a little bit more power these days because I think kids see through the veil. Like they can see like we're full of shit. You know, they'll call your bluff. They'll double down. They will fuck with you, and they know they can get away with it because they have child services on their side. And it's like, I, I think also, I was actually thinking about it today because aside from all that shit that I dealt with in the last 24 hours with my kid, we actually had a really fucking good day today. Like he apologized this morning. Like with the second he woke up, I think he saw the, like the, the marks he left on my head and he's just like, dad, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I was just, I was really upset and like, buddy, like it's okay, but you really got to control that anger. But what was I gonna? Go, where was I going? Oh, I, I knew I was gonna fucking do that. <sighs> Basically, what I'm saying is like, oh yeah, that's right. I had this fucking thought. That's right. That's where I was going. I had this thought this, this afternoon when I was hanging out with my girlfriend, her daughters, and my kid. It's like there might be something here to this to this theory. It's just a theory. It might be a conspiracy theory, whatever you whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's, a, it's just a little theory, though, but um, I think technology is also an enemy of the for, of the parent. Like, it's an enemy of the parents because we are so dumbed down by our phones and technology in our faces. Like, we're, we are looking to our phones as kind of like a, a scapegoat to parent our kids sometimes. Like, sometimes our kids, like, we just... We just don't want to deal with our fucking kids, so we want to bury our heads in our phones 
and just kind of like TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, whatever the fuck you need to just kind of like breathe for a second. And kids, I think they use that as, like as an, as leverage. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you're following me on this. It's just, it seems like the timing's perfect because I feel like parents have gotten weaker and technology is to blame. And kids, you know, sense that. Even though it's subconscious, it's just, I feel like they can, they sense this. Um, But no, I mean, it's just a theory. I mean, I'm full of shit. I'm not a fucking scholar. I, I graduated with uh like a two point something (laughs) it wasn't the best gpa but i graduated high school at least um jesus now but i mean aside from all that shit though it's just we we had a good day we had a good day today and i was happy that i was helpful in a sense in getting him to school this past friday because uh i think i think my dad's also kind of part part of the reason why he went to school on friday because we went to go visit my dad on thursday night and i was telling him about the day we had because he didn't go to school and he was throwing a fit and blah 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 blah. and my my son likes to go to grandma's and grandpa's just to play video games because my dad will let him play on the xbox so my my son before we got there he's like i'm gonna ask grandpa if i can play the xbox i'm like okay good luck with that and I told him about it, and I told my dad about the the whole not going to school thing. And then my son's like, hey, Grandpa, can I play the Xbox? And my dad's just like, nope, you didn't go to school. And I could see the look on my son's face, like almost like he wanted to rage. But then I just I kind of just calmed him. I'm like, hey, buddy, just find something else to do while we're here. You're fine. And he did. He kept busy. Kept himself busy playing with like dominoes or some shit. And we had a good visit. Then like the next morning, it was just like, yeah, I'm going to go to school. I'm like, oh man, this is amazing. Fucking amazing day. Uh, but enough about uh, parenting. But I will, on, while I'm on the subject of dad, being a dad, I also, part of the reason my week was okay aside from, well, uh, my week was okay, aside from all the bullshit of being a dad. But uh, speaking of dad, I got myself some new shoes this week. Fucking finally. It's been a couple years, and I felt like I should treat myself. And I decided to buy some fucking Skechers. Now, I don't know what your guys' stance on Skechers are, but I treat Skechers, or I've treated Skechers the same way I've treated New Balance shoes, is that they are dad shoes. Skechers, New Balance are all dad shoes. You shouldn't wear them unless you are, you know, in your 40s. But I was just, you know, scrolling through DSW's app because DSW has an app, and I was like, well... I'm just going to shop. Why not? I'm going to shop for shoes and see what there is out there because there's a lot of brands. There's fucking Nike. There's Under Armour. And I got two pairs of the same Under Armour shoes, luckily, because that was like the last new shoe I bought. And they made a mistake and sent me two two pairs. Um, but no, I've had those shoes for a couple of years and decided to treat myself. And I was like looking and nothing was really catching my attention. 
And then I saw those high top slip-ons. They're, they're like clothy looking too. They look they look fucking sick. And you know, Adidas has them, Nike has them. But I saw this really nice pair and I was like, "Wow, these are gorgeous. Like I might want these." And I looked at the brand it says Skechers. I was like, "Motherfucker. Really? Really? This is what I'm going to like this is what caught my attention. Am I at that age right now where like am I going to buy New Balance next time?" <laughs> I don't know. And maybe I shouldn't shit on these shoes so much because I I'm fucking I'm getting older just like you guys. I'm getting older, so I shouldn't be bitching about shoes. I'm not a stylistic guy anyway. I'm like I'm not I'm not a fashionable guy. <laughs> so like what does it matter to me? Uh, it's just I don't know. Maybe like like maybe it's just my viewpoint I've had since I was a teenager. But um, no, I bought them, and they are comfortable memory foam soles. Just a good good fit. Like it's a, it's like a snug fit, not a tight fit. I don't have to tie my shoes. <laughs> oh, that's the one benefit to getting these shoes as an older guy. Now it's like, I don't want to fucking tie my shoes. Just slip them on and ready to go. I'm, I'm, I'm good, but no, it's like, they are really fucking nice. They're that gray color that I like. It's like a, I don't know what kind of, it's, it's a unique gray, um, but they are sick as fuck, Skechers, good job, you caught my attention, and you've made me look like a fool now for talking shit all these years about you, and you have, you have good taste in shoes, or you, I don't know, you have a good uh, designer there, um, but yeah, dad shoes, that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm getting into now is dad shoes. Oof. Oh, God. I'm falling apart. Jesus Christ. <sighs> 36. Halfway to 37. Good God. Um, But no, nothing else has really gone on this week. My girlfriend and I, however, uh, while I'm on... Uh, yeah, I was like, I was going to talk about this. My girlfriend and I... Uh, we, I've, I've been seeing this show promoted on X, my Xbox, on HBO Max, you know, just, and people have been, I've been hearing people talk about it, and I was like, you know, maybe I'll give this show a shot, and I really am, I love Bill Hader, I've loved him since I saw him in SNL, I've seen him work with the guys from South Park, and I'm like, man, like, what's not to like about Bill Hader, he's a good actor, he's funny, and I saw the promotion for the show Barry, and, like, it's on its third season. And my girlfriend, she was, like, curious the other day. She's like, what should we watch? And I mentioned it because I, did, I heard very brief, a br- very brief synopsis. I was like, oh, he plays a hitman that uh, goes to acting school. And so I told her about it, and she's like, yeah, why not? Let's give it a shot. I like Bill Hader, too. And it is so fucking good. We we got done with three seasons in a few days, because, and we're mad that we're all caught up now. Because like I don't know when season four is coming out. I hope it's soon because it's very easy to binge. Each season's only eight episodes, and each episode is only thirty minutes, and they are brilliant. It's a brilliant show. Henry Winkler's on it. 
Bill Hader, uh, the guy that plays Milton from Office Space. He's a funny actor. He's hilarious on that show. Um, it's a comedy, but there's some drama. There's some intense parts. There's you know a little bit of violence. And it's the more in-depth synopsis is that he is a hitman that is just kind of trying to find a better better validation in life because he doesn't want to kill people anymore. And I don't remember. He's supposed to go kill this guy in the beginning. But he finds out he the guy he's going to kill is in acting school. And I don't remember how he ends up in the class. Oh, yeah. The guy that he's supposed to kill was like, oh, yeah, will you just be my partner during the scene? And he's like, okay. And then he finds out, like, he gets a a reaction from the class and he finds out like that's the feeling he wants he wants to he just wants to start acting now he doesn't want to kill people well then shit hits the fan and like everybody wants him to kill somebody he gets involved with like the chechen chechenian mob the the bolivian mob and it just shit hits the fan like almost every episode there's great cliffhangers almost on every episode um it's just a fantastic show and if there's anything i recommend this week it's that show uh again very easy to binge you can get it done if you want to binge all three season seasons in a day you could get it done in 12 hours it's brilliant it's uh bill Hader's a fantastic actor and the story is very very good very um relatable because i've always had that feeling like when i had that feeling in in my divorce especially like i just want to be a good person i don't want to be remembered as this fucking guy that fell apart after his divorce not thinking he was a great person and you know i've that i've gotten that feeling especially now doing stand-up like i found what i like to do what i love to do and i want to keep doing it and it's just a matter of trying to find the spots and trying to find the time to do it um I plan on doing it when I'm in Reno, by the way. I'm so fucking excited to go to Reno. Just just to have a few days away from this fucking state. And not think about what's going on in my life. Just for two days. That's it. Just go enjoy my time with my girlfriend and her mom while they go to a wedding. I might just look for a bar, a nearby bar that's doing an open mic. And I'll just do a little bit of my routine, see if I actually am funny to other audiences other than the same people I run into at the the place I go to in Kaiser. Uh, yeah, but yes, definitely go watch Barry. If you have HBO Max and have half a day to watch a show, go watch the show. It's so fucking good. It's so brilliant. The writing's good. Henry Winkler's hilarious. Um... <clears throat> Bill Hader's funny too, even though sometimes he doesn't mean to be funny. It's kind of a, it's kind of, he's kind of a downer for a while, but then it's just like, it's, it's funny. Um, cause like, yeah, I mean, it's just, like I said, shit hits the fan and it's a great, great show. Um, can't, can't recommend it enough right now. Um, another thing I wanted to recommend, I don't remember if I talked about it last week. I feel like I did, but I like like I said, I don't listen to my episodes anymore. I listen to maybe a couple minutes just to make sure the sounds good, and 
but I did. I don't remember if I talked about this, but I ended up watching. I finished it last night. It's only three episodes, but I finished that Woodstock documentary on on Netflix. So good, so good, so sad. Honestly, because like I love music festivals. I love metal musical f- music festivals. Terry and I went to so many. Alicia and I, wait a minute, Alicia and I, I don't remember if Alicia and I have ever gone to a festival. We've gone to many metal shows, but I, oh, we went to Warp Tour. Yeah, that's right. Alicia was with us on Warp Tour. Um, but no, like I love the music festival setting. Like, and Woodstock was kind of like the, the ultimate music festival. It looked like it was a lot of fun, especially that first episode. I got like emotional seeing that first episode because I remember that was at the time that I was so obsessed with Corn, the band. They are they're, they're a great band. I've lo- I love them. Their first five, six, seven albums, fantastic. Anything after that is just kind of like, eh, okay. Um, but I like got emotional just seeing like their performance because I was like, I didn't. I've seen clips. I never really kind of absorbed what they did that night. And they basically were like the start of the chaos that followed the the, the last two days, two or three days of that, that festival. And like just their intro song, Blind, like if you see the crowd, you're like, oh my God, I would be fucking dead in seconds being in that ocean of people because it's like 250,000 people in a single audience. 500,000 set of eyes are looking at five guys on stage just bringing down like a good chunk of New York. It's so fucking wild. And like aside from all that though, the documentary was awesome. However, there was a lo- there was like I said there were sad moments too where I was like, "Oh my god, like sh- like there was there was sexual assaults and there was rapes and it's just it's I am no way in any shape or form advocating sexual assault or rape when I say this. However, however, ladies, I know you guys always say guys should keep their dick in their pants and I agree with that. I do agree with that. But when you're at these shows, keep your tits in your bras, and maybe the animalistic. Uh, the animalistic s- style of men like won't take over and fucking they won't be savages. Um, I don't know. I mean, and ev- me too needed to happen. It did. Uh, but like this was at the time where like girls gone wild was huge and you know, girls would fucking flash their titties and like, it almost seemed like it was free game for anybody to grab. If I was at the show, I would, I was like 13 at the time. I probably would have grabbed my fair share of titties and not thought about the consequences because I was an idiot, 13 years old. I was horny all the fucking time and I just wanted to grab titties. Woodstock would have been a perfect place for me to grab some titties, but I mean, there were rapes too. And that's fucking sad. Like uh, that's just, insane um but yeah i mean it's a great documentary on netflix that's another recommendation i will say is go watch Trainwreck woodstock 99 and you can just like it's only three episodes and it follows the three days of the festival 
And the first day just sounded like it was awesome. And it seemed like after the first day, it's like, man, after the first day, I would have just gone home because that would have worn me the fuck out. And not only that, it was in the middle of July and the days were hot and people were dehydrated on drugs all day on alcohol and just fucking falling apart. And they were also like swimming in shit water just to get a little hydrated. It was it was gnarly like. But go go watch, um, go go watch Trainwreck on Netflix. It's it was actually really good. Uh, I was impressed. I'm not a documentary guy, but I remember that festival being huge. I remember it took over the news for for a while, but I don't remember for what. And I then I then I remembered. Oh yeah, because there were like rapes and sexual assaults, and just in and chaos. Chaos, chaos, chaos. What the world is coming to. Um, but now, I mean, I don't. Other than that, I I don't really have much to talk about. I am just excited for my Reno trip. In a couple weeks, I like I said, I will probably be taking a week off from this show because I will be busy doing Reno shit and Lake Tahoe shit. Um, but yeah. Um, you know what? Wow, I've already gone 25 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry, I was bitching for like the first 10. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just get back. Let's just get into Angel Angel's Corner. Angel Bonwillows Bonwillows. My main man helps me out with the show. I forgot to introduce him last week for the uh his corner because he had returned after taking a brief uh leave of absence you know so he can do his vacation he deserves a vacation and i was doing episodes with terrence booth that was awesome um okay he sent me quite a bit of questions this morning and over the week so let's just get in to it uh he always likes to send articles too. Like he sends articles quite a bit and then he sends me a shit ton of questions. So we're starting off the, uh, angels corner with an article. The rumors are unfortunately true. The Chaco tacos are no longer being produced by parent company Klondike. According to a report from the takeout, the Chaco taco has been discontinued. Um, you know, I don't, I can't say I've ever had the Chaco taco, but it looks delicious. It looks like the a Mexican version of a drumstick. And, yeah, it looks delicious, though. I would eat the shit out of a Choco Taco. I'm not a big fan of those, like, those treats, those ice cream treats. Like, I love ice cream. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fucking fat fuck. I love ice cream. I, I just like a basic ice cream, though, like an ice cream cone, ice cream. Uh, bowl, whatever. Sometimes a drumstick is delicious. Sometimes an ice cream sandwich is delicious. But like these, like weird, like choco tacos, they never really got to me. I don't know. I'm a weirdo. Um, but should I be offended because it's a taco? Uh, no. It's it just it's creative. It's creative. Um, no, it's it looks good though. That is said that the Choco Taco is gone. Another good uh, ice cream treat that I loved growing up was the Snickers bar. The Snickers ice cream bar is fucking bomb. Oh, I miss those. 
what are they like twenty dollars now for a single bar? Ish. Thanks a lot, Biden. Now you're fucking. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> All right, rise of the shower cap. What NFL players are adopting soft shell helmet covers that reduce the imp- reduces impact force? Um, wait, what? Are adopting so- helmet a soft shell helmet? That looks like a freaking something that you'd wear in a war. According to this picture, this can't be real. Like, it almost seems like it's a practice thing. Because any NFL preseason games that I've luckily seen, they're not wearing these soft shell helmet covers. It looks ridiculous, but if it prevents CTE, I'm all for it. Uh, because I feel like as time is going on, the the new generations are trying to bring down amazing sports like football like yeah ct is a thing and it fucking sucks but like what happened to the guys that created football they weren't wearing these fucking helmets they were wearing like just leather hats and clubbing each other they probably i don't know did they get suicidal thoughts and fucking brain damage from all that probably but they took it out on their kids and they didn't kill their kids (laughs) (laughs) they just um yeah never mind (laughs) coming full circle here about parenting no but um i don't know we've just as the generations keep coming we're we're getting softer as human beings all right next article nearly 30 years after selena quintanilla's quintanilla nia's death i think that's how you say quintanilla's Death, the singer's family has released a new song from her posthumously. Um, the first song, Como Te Quiero Yo A Ti, is the first single from the late artist's upcoming album, Moonchild Mixes, which was produced by her brother, A.B. Cantania. Quintanilla. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ernie, how Mexican are you? Apparently not that much. I, I'm just... My 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 ancestors and my entire family, mom and dad's side, are probably like this guy fucking sucks. Um, he's probably they're probably saying comedy can have him because we don't know him. No, uh, <laughs> just I suck as a as a Mexican, really, I really do. But I remember being in love with Selena. Like she had some good songs. I remember I liked her catalog quite a bit as a kid. I was sad when she died, but she was a drop dead gorgeous woman. Like I didn't think J I don't think J Lo did her justice though when she played her in that movie. Um If they're ever gonna do another biopic about Selena, Quintanilla Quintan Quintanilla. Um I think a prom, a good suggestion who could play her would be Nadine Velasquez, who is a fucking smoke show oh my god i know i said i would never date mexican women again but if she were to ever like spit game at me i would be taken off my clothes like immediately because she is by far the hottest latina um (laughs) she's just so sexy and uh, i i i don't know what to say about her she's just so hot all right 
Moving forward, so Ernie doesn't get a boner. Uh, Netflix, that 90s show, Revival Raps Filming. Oh, no. I You know what? Never mind. I did. I saw something about this on, like, Wilder, Wilmer Valderrama's, like, Instagram? Maybe it was his Instagram. I don't because now I'm scrolling, scrolling through Instagram so much that there's like the suggested posts and people I should follow. And his popped up and it was like, oh, that 90s show is a rap, is wrapped or something like that. Um, I don't expect it to draw a huge crowd, honestly. Uh, it'll probably have Ashton Kutcher. It might have a few of the originals, but... No, you guys tried that 80s show, and it was dog shit. Don't do that 90s show. Just leave that 70s show to... It's like... Leave it alone. It has a strong legacy. Don't ruin it. Um, I might check out one or two episodes. If it's funny, then I'll continue. But... Uh, I'll probably give it the Resident Evil treatment. I'll just watch an episode or two and probably not continue. Um, all right. Next article. Rap Act would bar prosecutors from using song lyrics. Wait. Oh. Is this like a law? Rap Act would bar prosecutors from using song lyrics as evidence. RAP? Maybe it's maybe it's not a rap act. Maybe it's for all lyrics. Rap rock i don't know uh reps jamal bowman and hank johnson are proposing a bill in the house that would protect music artists lyrics from being legally used against them the restoring oh the restoring artistic protection act will prohibit prosecutors in criminal cases and lawyers in civil cases to use song lyrics as evidence against the artists um, what do you think? Should we use it as evidence or not? Um, no, unless, I don't know. If it is a flat out, like I'm admitting to murdering or hurting this person and this person, they live on the, at this address. Um, if it's them flat out admitting it, sure, use it. But the music I listen to, I listen to fucking death metal. And I listen to metal, and I listen to metalcore, and I listen to freaking all different types of metal. And there's a lot of harming in those. Like, I know I say metal has a positive outlook, and it does. It really does. But, like, there's a lot of animosity, too, towards whoever hurt these people. And they they use it, and they, they sometimes use these expressions as metaphors. Like, like killing them, I'll fucking kill you, blah, 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 or something like that. It's like a threat. But they're not really going to do it. They're just fucking expressing themselves. And I think our, uh, all music artists should express themselves freely and openly. Um, but, yeah, that's just my take on it. Artists should be protected, and that's the first time I'm going to actually agree with Democrats. But, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just like I said, there should be. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Exceptions to the rule. Um. I should have never transitioned 
Young woman tells despicable doctors should never have let her change her gender at 16. Yeah, no shit. Nobody below the age of 25 should make a decision on their body. Honestly. Honestly. We're kids until we're fucking 25. Let's be honest here. You're not fully developed upstairs until you're 25. Why are we offering fucking hormone blockers and all this shit, gender reassignment surgeries uh, to kids below 18? I mean, yeah, as 18, you can make a decision, but you're going to regret it like this fucking person did at 16. Um, Who am I to tell you what you what to feel like, what to feel like, though, like. If you feel like you're a different gender, whatever, to fucking chop your dick off, chop your tits off, mutilate your fucking cooch, I don't care. Um, it's just don't do it to anybody below 18. But really think about it after 18. Really think about it for seven years before you actually do it. Um, because I think that's actually a common, that's a common uh, result is a lot of regret and you know people find out i mean people will find out blair white she's transgender i still think she's dropped out gorgeous even though she was once a man but (laughs) it's just like she she'll tell you straight up like yeah like it was a hard decision and blah 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 like i've I've watched quite a bit of her stuff she's a smart girl or you know you know he was yeah (laughs) never mind (laughs) I'm gonna sound like a fucking asshole. I'm a huge Blair White fan. Okay, she'd probably laugh at me if I was if she heard me talking. Um, but no, like she talks about a lot of regret. You know, people she knows people that have regretted it, and so on and so forth. But yeah, uh, let's see here. Angel asks, should there be an age where you can transition? Transgender people should at least meet us halfway, at least. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, 18 should be legal. It should be legal. Anything below 18, no. But like I said, really fucking think about it. Because this is not a fucking tattoo. This is a life-altering decision. And this, this is not... I mean, I will even put marriage as below this. This should be... Like, if you are truly thinking about this... Like, think about it. Think about it. Mar- marriage, yeah, that is a life-altering choice, for sure. But chopping your fucking genitals off is... I mean, I'll fucking marry and divorce every day. Like, over fucking thinking about chopping my dick off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if that made any sense. Um, Let's see here. Jaylene banned for pride protests i don't even know who this is soccer star refuses to wear a rainbow jersey for religious reasons uh and then angel asks do you think people should not push it on push it on this athlete and make her feel bad people should respect her religion right or does lgbtq trump over everything and that's the fucking issue is that there's this massive overcorrection. there's no meeting halfway it's like oh you're religious you're a fucking bigot you should, yeah, but you know, like you need to succumb to our way of thinking. You need to be acceptable. No, it's just a fucking jersey. Like, 
you think a company is really like for gay pride all the month of June? Like, no, they just support you for a month and then it's back to being straight for 11. And it's a big middle finger to you guys the rest of the year. Fuck you. Like, I don't know. It drives me nuts how hard LGBTQ is pushing these things. It's disgusting. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying the acts of homosexuality are disgusting. That's your choice. It's your fucking choice. Who am I to tell you what choices to make? But, um, the fact that you feel the need to push it so hard on everybody. Otherwise those who don't want us to come to your rules are bigots. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's just so insane. Like, yeah, there were, there were hate crimes. People have been, uh, you know, killed for being gay. People have been killed for being Christians. People have been killed for everything on this earth. You're not special. Nobody's fucking special in this world. I'm not special. I'm just a person. You're just a person. Why do we have to have sexuality be an identity to people? It's so insane. Like, I don't know. It's just, it. I, I try to be funny on this show, guys. And then Angel brings this shit. <laughs> and it pisses me off. Um, but no, it's just like, it's so frustrating. I'll accept you as a gay person. I'll accept you as a lesbian person. Just accept me as a straight person. Why do I have to fucking wear a rainbow to show that I support you? Like, if I high-five you, that should be support enough. Like, yeah, you're a person. I'm not disgusted by you. Um, whatever. I don't know. It's just so frustrating. Eesh. Let's move on, Ernie. Let's move on. Um, Brazilian Hulk dies. Bodybuilder, 55, who injected oil and muscles, collapses on birthday. Was he vaccinated? Um, I don't know. Um, a legend has passed. Rest in peace. No disrespect, but what would he think the synthol would do to him? Synthol consists of usually oil, benzoyl, benzoyl, alcohol, and lidocaine. It consists of 85% of oil. Normally it is uh, oil built by medium-length MTC chains because it gives the best effects. 7.5% of lidocaine, a painkiller, and 7.5% of alcohol to sterilize the mixture. Um, that's what's in synthol. Uh, see, I don't feel why, I don't see why guys need the, like, feel the need to overcompensate like this. That is insane. He, I mean, I don't even, I honestly don't even know who this guy is. He looks disgusting, but, you know, I don't wish death upon anybody. It sucks that he would, uh, feel the need to do something like that. It's almost like chopping your dick off. But, I mean, if he wanted to look like hulk i don't who am i to tell him what to do but just fucking go to the gym all the time that's all you need to do you don't need to inject oil into your fucking muscles synthol or whatever the fuck it is that's insane all right next article french scientist etienne maybe hopefully i've been hopefully the sound's been okay i'm just like looking at the the lines real quick it doesn't sound like i'm talking very loud but french scientist etienne klein jokingly tweeted a picture pretending to be a new discovery from nasa's james webb space telescope instead it was a slice of cured spanish pork sausage 
<laughs> a French scientist got in trouble for this picture of a star because it's actually some chorizo. That is hilarious. Um, why would he? Why would he get in trouble? That's stupid. People are are actually offended. That are are pissed off. That looks like an actual planet. It's a perfect round shape, and it looks like something you would see in space. And it's chorizo. Good sausage. Good Mexican sausage. Um, really good with eggs and potatoes. Um, that's hilarious. Uh, that's yeah. Angel says I was cracking up. That is funny. All right, next thing. The Crusty Crab is literally a crab trap. The Krabby Patty is made of crabs. Every other item on the menu has its primary ingredients in its name. And crabs regrow limbs. Mr. Krabs is hacking off his own limbs, regrowing them, and selling them. Okay, one theory. I don't know if you know this, Angel, but I don't watch spongebob <laughs> i've maybe seen like two or three episodes um but to me what i just read was gibberish <laughs> but he's uh he's chopping off his own limbs huh? like maybe he, he feels transgender but decides to sell i don't know bad joke or any bad joke um uh, what the hell Okay, and one theory. In the great patty caper, at least two ingredients are confirmed. Flour, barnacle shavings, and two possible ingredients are salt and turmeric. Another confirmed ingredient is love, which is revealed in the episodes Plankton's Army and Growth, Spr Growth Spout and the Spongebob movie Sponge Out of the Water. Uh, in one episode, it did say it used plankton, but Mr. Krabs on once said that to scare plankton um according to the video the secret ingredient that mr krebs has hidden from plankton from all these years is actually poseidon power look up the term on urban dictionary and you'll find that the term refers to cocaine the king of the sea could use a bit of a pick-me-up every once in a while. Oh. I still don't understand. <laughs> but I always saw... All I really read was Mr. Krabs and Cocaine. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm dumb when it comes to Spongebob talk. I am retarded. Retarded. Uh, I'm just not a big SpongeBob fan. Like it, like uh, the episodes I have seen, there were moments where I actually kind of laughed, but I just that voice of SpongeBob drives me nuts. And some of the characters are very dumb to me. I feel like that's what kind of dumbed down our kids. But then again, so did YouTube. YouTube has dumbed down our kids so much, and I'm really scared my son's falling into that trap. But let's move on. Uh, next, oh, that was like Angel's last theory was about the cocaine, and yeah, <laughs> okay, moving on, Rosita against, gets canceled, Sesame Place erases all traces of character after $25 million parade racism lawsuit, that is so 
fucking ridiculous. All right, Angel asks, did you hear of this happening where the characters didn't high-five back, high-five black children, and that is why there was an uproar? But I think they shouldn't cancel the characters because, but they should have maybe fired the staff member. Rosita is a character who speaks Spanish and was relatable to Spanish-speaking kids, but now that the character got canceled, then now Sesame Street does not have a wide variety of ethnicity ethnic characters due to a staff member. I hope you get what I'm trying to say. Um, I understand. I I don't. I don't even care about Sesame Street. Sesame Street is like SpongeBob to me. Sponge, uh, SpongeBob to me. I barely watched it as a kid. I think I only watched it for Bert and Ernie, and then I found out they were gay. And I was like, as a kid, I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, but <laughs> I'm not gay. Um, well, that's so stupid. Um. I don't even think they should fire the staff member because there's so many things like apparently like the video looks like the, the Rosita character avoided black kids, but like, I don't even think the staff member saw him. You don't know what those staff members see in those suits. Those kids are fucking midgets. And for all that Rosita character knows, like, she was just doing her job and like just kind of waving at kids, fucking high fiving some kids and some. She was like, "No, no, I don't want anything to do with that kid." But like those two other kids, they are literally like three feet shorter than the character, and the character looks like it's looking like at the parents, not the not the kids that are like at their dick level, um, or or pussy since it's Rosita. But that's so stupid. Like, like, really, people? $25 million lawsuit now? That is insane. That's just a cash grab, in my opinion. That's so stupid. All right, let's move on. Angel says messed up humor. Oh, yeah, I remember getting these. I actually laughed at it. Um, <laughs> what's the difference between a priest and SpongeBob? SpongeBob asks if you're ready first. <laughs> See, I don't even watch Spongebob, and I got that joke. That is actually a really funny joke. Um, all right, next joke. What does an orphan call a family photo? A selfie. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And last one. My girlfriend broke up with me, so I stole her wheelchair. Guess who came crawling back? That's hilarious. That's brilliant. And I remember, um, yeah, oh, yeah, Angel said, just a joke, and I know it's kind of messed up. No, dude, dude, I'm trying to get into stand-up comedy. I'm about the fucked up shit. Like, that's nothing in comparison to what I just said on stage last week, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Was it two weeks or last week? I don't remember. A week and a half ago. (coughs) Because... Yeah, I made a joke about. Uh, okay, I, I said I'm not gonna spoil the joke for you, but I make a joke where I like to role play with my girlfriend, and I wanted to be like Vladimir Putin. I wanted to be Vladimir Putin, and I didn't, but she didn't know. So I walked in, and said, "My name is Vladimir Putin, and I'm gonna invade that pussy." Like, of course, that story that that never happened. 
but I have to make the audience believe, and it's fun. It's a fun, to me. It's a funny story, but it's about bombing in the bedroom, and you know, yeah, it's a it's a sensitive topic about Vladimir Putin, uh, Putin uh, invading Ukraine, but it's me acting like Vladimir Putin, and I want to invade that pussy, like, <laughs> like it's it's messed up, like sure, but I'm not making fun of Ukraine. Like, in my defense, I am not making fun of Ukraine, okay? But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Sorry, guys. <sighs> yes, the 90s bag milk. Wait, I don't understand what the what I'm even looking at. It looks like chocolate milk in a Capri Sun thing. I, uh, what school is this? I actually don't even know there. I didn't know there was such a thing as bagged milk. Weird. Yeah, uh, Angel S. Is this true? I've never seen that in my life. Me neither. I have never seen that. Um, do you know who Andrew Tate is? Yes, I do. I fucking love Andrew Tate. He is hilarious. He's really, really funny. Your mom's house. The podcast has brought him to light. And I think he's gained a lot of popularity because of that. Because he blew up within the last year. And I've known about Andrew Tate for a little, maybe like two years now. Because they were post these ridiculous videos of him shitting on women. And they and they were funny. Like, And I don't think he was... I, I feel like half of it was a joke and half of it was just kind of like... It was serious. Because he was talking about how women should clean unprompted. And the way he talks is funny. He's like, women should clean unprompted prompted and they should bring me two coffees and like i don't know he's just talking about how you know as a man he's expected to pay for the date but like if women can't like clean like what what good are they it's it's fucking hilarious and <laughs> i don't know like it's it's so ridiculous um yeah and angel i saw that you sent me a youtube link on some things he says uh, do you think this guy is awesome? Uh, yeah, I think he's funny. He's obviously a baller, dude. I mean, I ended up following him on Instagram since I found out about him on, on your mom's house. He was even on an episode. Like, he joined them, uh, on a podcast, and it was really fucking funny. Um, Angel says, I agree with some of the stuff, but other times I think he's just trolling. Of course he is, because he's getting a rise out of people. And I think he's finding out that he he's getting under a lot of people's skin. And, but the thing is, he's a fucking baller. He's living a fucking good life. Driving, like, the nicest cars and just jet flying. He's a fucking modern-day Ric Flair, if you ask me. Um, this man is single-handedly bringing back masculinity. And it, masculinity needs to make a comeback because... Everybody's so afraid of, quote-unquote, toxic masculinity. And to me, there's no such thing. There's just masculine men, and then there's psychos. The, quote-unquote, toxic masculinity is just psychos that know, don't know how to fucking uh, treat a woman. Like, I believe in treating a woman right. Of course. Absolutely. I would never hit a woman. I would never even put a woman down. Like, but... If I was, like, in the dating world where I was actually trying to find a girlfriend, like, I mean, 
you're going to run into a few uh, not so good apples out there. <laughs> and I feel like they should be called out. I don't know. I think, I think he's pretty good though. Uh, do you think anxiety exists? Do you think that there are different levels of anxiety? Do you, th or do you think we all have some sort of anxiety, but people just make it more than it, w it really is? Yes, I think it's the latter. Uh, I think we're all anxious in some way about something. It's just some people don't know how to channel it, and some people just have to put it put it out on fucking like Facebook, like oh my god, my life is like I'm I'm I suffer from anxiety because you know my cat died. And, you know, I don't know. When Donald Trump said, grab her by the pussy, all I could think about was whiskers. Um, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's so stupid. I have anxiety, if sure. I think I do, at least. I'm sure I'm anxious about something. Um, but does it drive my personality to be a fucking retarded person? No. Like, just channel it fucking repress it whatever you have to do you're you're gonna be fine um but yeah i think anxiety does exist but i just think some people really fucking milk it really milk it and use it to their advantage and it's retarded holy crap i've been going an hour jesus angel you always hijack my show but it's okay i sometimes really really need really really need you um, oh, he continues. The reason I asked is because back in the day there was some sort of, uh, there was some sort, uh, maybe this is a typo. Reason I asked is because back in the day there was some sort on anxiety, but now this time of age, now everyone has anxiety and they're taking medication for it, or back in the day everyone ate bread and nowadays people can't eat gluten and all of a sudden or can't eat gluten all of a sudden not trying to disrespect but i hope you know where i'm going with this yeah it's retarded like humanity has fallen apart big time now i mean i don't even i still don't believe in peanut allergies i just think kids didn't want to eat peanuts at a very young age and all of a sudden their body didn't know what the hell was going into the system and fought it like once they did try a peanut um it's just a theory though i mean don't take my word or don't yeah just don't believe anything i ever say i'm full of shit uh i don't know what you meant by this though but i i feel like yeah i feel like anxiety is used as a uh a scapegoat to avoid uh real life what's going on around you it's just i don't know it's yeah <laughs> moving on jesus angel why do you have to freaking you know make me go insane on my own show <clears throat> how do you think the pyramids were built i think jewish slaves i think the egyptians hired jewish slaves and i mean I don't know. I'm an idiot, man. Um, let's see here. By putting rollers on on the bottom. Of, wait. 
by putting rollers at the bottom to roll each block, or do you think giants? What do you think? I don't think giants. I think there the term giant was for people that were above like six five, and yeah, those people are tall. They're giants for sure. Um, but I think Jewish slaves. I don't know how heavy those stones are though so maybe it was a roller thing and i'm not sure i would love to go visit the pyramids though that'd be a fucking awesome sight to see like something like you'd want to put on your bucket list as a person of this earth you want to see the pyramids sure um but i i don't know how the pyramids were built i'm just gonna say jewish slaves that's, you know, final answer. Um, do you think steroids is cheating in sports? The reason people say it is is because it gives people you the upper hand, right? When Gatorade first came out, Michael Jordan drank it during a game and it replenished his electrolytes. Um, and then he sends me an article. The earliest version of beverage consisted of a mixture. Or what was the original Gatorade? The earliest version of the beverage consisted of a mixture of water, sodium, sugar, potassium, uh, phosphate, and lemon juice. Ten players on the Florida football team tested the first version of Gatorade during his practices in the ga- in games in 1965, and the tests were deemed successful. Um, so does this mean that since that football... No, so does that mean... S- Wait... So does that mean that since that... Wait, I don't know what you're trying to say here, dude. Um, So does that mean since that football team tested it first, they had the upper hand? Everyday supplements and equipment advance to make someone better, faster, stronger, and so in many ways, so why would steroids be any different? You would not be superhuman just by taking steroids. Bodybuilders are in the gym six days a week and some doing two a days they eat clean so it is not a miracle drug in, in a way so what are your thoughts i think yeah people it's just okay steroids and gatorade it's a different animal sure it replenishes electrolytes that's awesome and i, I think that's a healthy thing to do replenish your electrolytes um however steroids it's a fucking thing you inject into your body like that oil guy um i don't know like since i don't play sports i can't sit there and say it is like or it isn't uh because a fatty like me would totally just be like yeah it's it's not fair you're not giving people um like, I think everybody should take steroids, and the game would be different. I don't know. Like, you want the upper hand. You want to win. Winners want to win. And they'll do whatever it takes. Like, Lance Armstrong, he did whatever he could to fucking be the man of Tour de France, whatever the fuck, bicycling. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, he juiced up. Same with Barry Bonds. Same with Mark McGuire. All baseball players. Um... I think even, what's his name? I'm not big on baseball, but who? Sammy Sosa? No, not. What, what does that sound? 
is it Sammy Sosa? Sammy, God, what the fuck is it? Canseco. He, he juiced up, right? I don't remember. I'm dumb. Um, but the thing is, yeah, those guys were fucking knocking balls out of the park. And lo and behold, they were they were outed for taking steroids. Um I'll say it is cheating. Because I feel like everybody should take steroids. If they want the edge, like just fucking or either everybody should take steroids or nobody takes steroids. I don't know. Like, I, I just don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Ooh. Okay, we are down to the last couple of questions. Would you ever date a little person? Of, mm, so anything below 4'11 is considered a little person, I believe. So, yeah. And I think, well, no, I didn't date a little person. A girl was close, though. I think she, I dated a five-footer at one point. Um, so if she was 4'11", though, she would have been considered a little person. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't rule them out. I mean, that could be fun, I'm sure. Uh, if Jordan ever asked, why is your girlfriend so small? How would you explain it? That is a good question, though. How would it affect my kid if I was if I was dating a girl his height right now? <laughs> I think my kid would look at me like I'm pretty fucked up. Um, yeah, that's a weird that's a weird one. I don't know how to explain that to my own kid. That would be a weird thing, a weird discussion. Um, how would I explain it? I'd just be like, dude, there are these people, she's an adult, but they just have a, a gene in their body that where they couldn't grow any taller and try to explain it to him that way. I don't know. I think he would. He'd be at first like, well, what the fuck? Like, this girl is only like four feet tall. Um, Dad's got two feet on her, and I basically have an inch on her. <laughs> like, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm falling apart at the end of this podcast. Jesus, Angel. You're breaking me down, buddy. Last question. Who do you think had the best promos, The Rock or Stone Cold? Oh, where you're at? we're ending it with wrestling talk. Um, I was a huge fan of The Rock. Huge fan of The Rock when he was um, a bad guy. When he talked shit about everybody in the locker room, when he talked shit about the towns he was in, he was the best at promos. He would, I mean, yeah, when he was a good guy, he would talk shit too. But I loved it when he was talking shit about towns. That was, that was The Rock at his peak. And he was so funny. So funny. He just, you couldn't help but laugh at his promos. Stone Cold was great, sure. Stone Cold was phenomenal. But I think The Rock has the edge because he was just so charismatic. Stone Stone Cold was good. He was charismatic too. It's just I think he was a little bit more one-dimensional toward The Rock. It seemed like he was more like the sky's the limit with his promos and his styles because it was 
Like, Stone Cold was just the badass. The Rock was just the shit talker. And the shit talker can go miles over the badass, I think, when it comes to on the mic. That's just my take. Um, but, yeah, I'm a dum-dum. <laughs> and that is Angel's Corner. Angel Banuelos. Banuelos. Thank you, dude. You're the man. I don't know how. I still, I still would love to have an episode with you. I have two microphones here. I just need you to have the time, if the time ever comes, to come and sit and chat with me. And we could talk shit about um, the world, patient transport. We could talk about the hospital. We can talk, and we can do a person-to-person Angel's Corner. Uh, It'd be a lot of fun. But that is the podcast to everybody. I cannot believe I went over an hour that that went by so fucking fast but i always have a blast doing this podcast i love talking shit about my own life about what's going on i like to give you guys recommendations now so go watch fucking barry and go watch Trainwreck, the woodstock doc on netflix um those were two amazing shows that i watched this week and i can't recommend them enough right now so go watch them i'm gonna get out of here go see my girlfriend Go eat. I'm starving. And yeah, have a good day, you guys. God bless you. Take care of yourselves, and I'll talk to you next week.